Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. A new casting in Justice League footage from the set of Wonder Woman, and we pay tribute to the legendary Prince right now. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. I'm going to play this keyboard all day. The synthesizer. This song was so... This song was stranger than any movie ever made in the Batman series, I think, wasn't it? In the best way possible. When the, all the identical Vicky Vale starts showing up. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the DC Movie News Show right here on the Popcorn Talk Network. As you can see there, that is the legendary Prince and the Bat Dance from 1989. Can you believe that was 27 years ago? Unfortunately, he passed away today. At the age of 57. What a shocking year it's been for incredible musicians, 2013, 2016. It's a lot unbelievable. Of people, just, not in just music. I Glenn mean, Fry, David Bowie, Prince. I mean, not just, I mean, I stars, but mega stars. Yeah. You know, David Bowie and Prince were two people I thought were superhuman. I just didn't think they would ever die. Invincible. And, and, you know, I mean, Prince is one of those musicians, as far as like sheer talent, where you're just oh. like, shut up. Like, because any one of the instruments that he was a master of would be a career worthy of a Hall of Fame for someone else. And he would just obnoxiously do it. Like, I remember uh, at that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when they were tributing uh, George Harrison, and they do My Guitar Gently Weeps with, I think, Clapton and Tom Petty and Prince. And Prince just says, hey, guitar gods, just shut up. Like, and just such ridiculous talent. And Well, the thing is about Prince, he was so... Different and so flamboyant in many ways. People didn't realize he's also, oh, by the way, one of the greatest guitar players we've ever seen. Yeah. And guys like him and Bowie, they redefined what it could be like to be a man. Like they allowed. Well, androgyny is the sexiest thing, you know, possible because it it betrays that lack of uh, need to hide behind uh, a predetermined sexuality. The androgynous rockers are, it it, it exhibits such confidence as to say, I mean, I make my own trends. I mean, what's sexier than that? To say that, like, you know, what Bowie could do, what Jagger could do, what Prince does. And, And the thing is, even... To his last day, like, he didn't lose a step as far as his, his musicianship or his singing. He had so many different phases. And uh, when this came out, I didn't realize what a big deal it was. And to me, I actually had the Danny Elfman soundtrack. I was a much bigger fan of that si- side of the music for this. What do you mean you didn't realize what a big deal it was? Like, it was almost like when, when I was really young and, I, and the movie The Flash would play and it'd be like, with music by Queen. And it just sounded silly to me. I'm like, <laughs> there's a band named Queen. It's a big deal. I didn't realize it was Queen. And now yeah. that has a lot of weight to me. And even at the time, I, I was aware of Prince's hits. I was about 11 or 12 years old, I think, at the time. I was 12. And... It just didn't strike me as like, what a crazy thing. That would be like the equivalent today of like having a whole movie scored by, I don't know, LCD sound system or. Yeah. Incredible. What were you going to say, Mike? It's this movie with this music, it did something that's never been done before at the time. And that's what a lot of people, if you guys are listening that don't know 
they released this album and incorporated his music into the 89 movie it had never been heard of to do stuff like this before yeah, yep. he had a, it, it was I don't know Except Platinum. Queen I mean is Queen and Flash Queen, maybe but, another example but he but did the theme song in there you they know, did a few other songs yeah in there, right? but it, was, it wasn't like this where they released the album it went I don't know if it's platinum, whatever they do in records, and right. how they score. But like this, the sales were insane. And for this, this is still Prince at the height of his powers before. Yeah. And it was only a couple of years later that he was not Prince for a good right. period of time. Well, think he about was how young he artist. was. Nineteen eighty nine, he was only thirty years old. You know, he was already a huge man. And he, I mean, and nineteen ninety nine came out in what, like eighty two? Like he has been a hit maker since eighty two. Yeah, it's insane. Um, and this is back in the day when, you know, there would be specific soundtracks. You know, this is, look at how specific this song is. Yeah. You don't really get that as often anymore. The chat is joining us in our sentiments right now. Panther 7 says the Batman soundtrack was basically a Prince album and I loved every song. Oh yep. my God. Yeah. Pretty much it was. And, uh, you know, <coughs> excuse me. That was the thing at the time. You released the movie soundtrack and that was it. This had the soundtrack what he was doing and the score was the score. Huge, yeah. you know, the score which music. I mean the score which by the time I learned to drive, which was already three years later, yeah. I would just drive with that Elfman score. You know, it was the soundtrack to my life. And and this movie was the first thing I remember as being such an event. I remember I went with my comic book store. Like, I bought tickets for all yeah. my friends through Paper Moon Comics um, uh, in, uh, in uh, uh, East Northport, where I grew up. And, I mean, man, 1989. Violet yeah. Purple says it sold 11 uh, million copies. Uh, <sighs> you know, he was a superhuman musician. And, unfortunately, last night, uh, what many would consider a real-life superheroine, uh, China, she passed away, unfortunately. Um, you know, she lived a hard life. And I, I work heavily in the pro wrestling industry. Had you met China? I never met her, actually. Okay. And she, she also left way too early. But what she did was she literally was a real-life superhero. I mean, if you looked at her... Back in her heyday, I mean, there was no human being like her on the planet. The only ever female intercontinental champion. She just, she broke boundaries, much like Prince did. And so it's unfortunate that within 18 hours of each other, they both left. But just want to pay tribute to both of them. Yeah. Here, so. All right. So uh, let's talk about some more uh, positive things. Let's man. uplift let's it. Let's, yeah. let's, let's, yeah. uplift it. Well, let's get to the intros first. Hey, guys. First, uh, well, that was a big deal. That was This is yeah. DC Movie News. And, uh, and he was a part, of, a part movies, of the DC Universe. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Big part of What it. a seminal film that Batman 89 film is. And you know it who is. else is going to be a part of the DC Universe? See what I did there? I did go. I tra- no, I transitioned. No, I did. I loved it. Who's no, going to be? But now you have to take it away. Because you're the host. you got to Well, I'm going to introduce this first. We haven't done our introductions. That was like our prelude. Yeah. prelude. But the oh, segue was amazing. I'm going to have you do the segue I'll do it again. again. Just like cue me next time. I got you. Uh, <laughs> you know, just remember what you did and bring it up again. You have a, you have a redo on that. We're going to edit this. Yep. No one will ever hear the last 30 <laughs> seconds of this nope. podcast because nope. we always do a lot of post-show oh. editing. A lot of you guys don't know, know, know this. Even though you watch it live, we actually edit it after the show. I can't explain how we do that. But yeah. It's technical stuff. You don't want to yeah. know. We all Some get sensuality. A, we all, so. Yeah, we all get in a little editing bay together. We put like our hats on and we just do it real yeah. quick. Uh, we are at DC Movies SK mm. on Twitter, Facebook.com slash DC Movies SK. I am on Twitter at Jay Quasto, the man right next to me. He's an incredibly talented actor. DC Encyclopedia, and he's Mikey Christmas and Mr. Batman himself. He's Mike Kalinowski. Hey, guys. Welcome. Uh, sorry I missed you guys last week. It's yeah, like it was we a did fun week you. on the show, and I missed it. We I'm did. sorry. We did. I would have fan. I would have fanboyed on Casper Van Dien. I would have. Cool. Oh, God, yes. I was yeah, a big really fan really of his. I'm a huge mm-hmm. fan of his. Back from his... 
Johnny Rico days from uh, Starship, Starship Troopers. Troopers. He was great, and same with Johnny. They're awesome. Yeah, I'd love to have him back. They, it was a great show, and, and they're I together. Like the stars, yeah, yeah so they're, they're dating. dating Which sucks. So that means funny. I can't. I would date either of them, and the fact that they're dating each other. I think I would too. It's yeah. just like oh, cut I off mean, on both ends. They're it's, it's too so good looking. Ob- they're like obsessed with each other right now too. You can tell they're just so into it. It was really adorable. I've never ever been in a relationship like that, so it was actually nice. Very nice to see that. Johnny, you remember how he wanted to be introduced last uh, week? But Johnny said no, but he was asking Oh, he said, for introduce me as Mr. Wonder Woman. No, he, he oh, says no. as, the, as the girl that, as the guy that's dating Jenny, as the one who gets to stay with her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's how he wanted to be introduced. Yeah, he was awesome, and she's amazing. Well, you know who else is awesome and amazing and was in paradise for nine days? You can find him on Twitter at Adam Gertler. He's the host of Man vs. Child and FYI, as well as FX Movie Download, and uh, he he packs that sausage. He's Adam Gertler. Yeah, oh. hey guys. Yeah, it was great to be. Uh, it's great to be back. I was uh, I got I was really lucky. I got asked to do an international food festival uh, at the beautiful Via La Estancia in Riviera Nayarit, oh. Oh, Mexico, uh, near Puerto Vallarta. I got to um, eat incredible food, like the freshest seafood you've ever had, where it's like out of the ocean, and they just put citrus and chiles on it, and it was just for me, who's somebody who. Like a food nerd, as much as I am about comics and stuff, this was incredible. And then I got to cook for people there too. I got to cook on a beach. I got to do sausage classes. I I I smuggled twenty pounds of sausage to Mexico for because on the opening night of the festival we did a a beach thing and they wanted me to serve sausage, but I obviously wouldn't have time to make it there, so I smuggled it into the country frozen and and I was fine until I entered Mexico and they asked me point blank and they were like, "Do you have food with you?" And I said, "No." And then I pushed oh. a button, it was green, and I walked on. But at that moment, I was, you know, before that, you, there's plausible deniability, and you could talk your way out of it. But when they ask you point blank, you are, as my lawyer would say, exposed. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I got it in there, so I got to make my sausage there. Plus, I made, like, a pork belly dish when I was down there. I did a demo on making cheese, mozzarella, and a lavender ricotta. Um, and and then, then mostly, it was really just about learning about the local food and meeting all the local people. That was the best. And the oh. video that you sent... Showing where you were staying. Roxy and I were hating hard on that. We wanted to be there so bad. But you guys couldn't see the video, right? Because I I sent it through a text, and I just... We didn't... It's hard to send videos sometimes. It was a two-minute video, and I guess... I'll try to I'll try to upload it to like our page separately so oh, you can yeah, at least Facebook, see that. I bet. Yeah, 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 that'd be great. All right, I'm gonna upload it to our Facebook page. We'd That's love what I'll to do. see how fun that. So you can is. see my uh, uh, resort. The sausage smuggler well, himself. But I want to talk DC. Well, we will. He's uh, gonna introduce me first. Puerto Vallarta. Oh, because he went out of order. Yeah. Yes, Puerto Vallarta <laughs> is a crown jewel, but we also have one in studio because she's a crown jewel of this show. She's also also the host of TV fights. On Screen Junkies, you can find her on Twitter at Roxy Stryer, and she is also batman out today. We all just, uh, we didn't plan this, but we did it. She's Roxy Stryer. Yeah, shout out to Black Milk for sending this to me. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, let's get into DC, because we're ten minutes into the show. <laughs> Black Milk sent you all this stuff. We don't get... Is, I'm telling you. It's girl clothing? Yeah, yeah. yeah but you can mad. borrow this if you want. I got mad last week, and she's like, it's girl clothing. I'm like, I don't care, I'll fit. <sighs> yeah. Prince, right, Prince was a part of the DC universe. There oh, you go. oh, Johnny, mm. point at me. You you know who else? You know who else is part of the DC universe? It's going to be Willem Dafoe, what? everybody. <laughs> what? Yeah. We got a casting. The notorious Great villain transition. in Everywhere Smooth. is going to jump from Marvel over to DC. We don't know what he's going to well, do. Well, he's jumping from Sony to DC. Well, Let's yeah. not Come on. Yeah. Point taken. Point it's taken. a little, little bit of a smaller gap. It's more like a step. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, very that's good. True. But we don't know what he's going to do. So there are rumors he's going to play a quote good guy. Good guy. There was a really fun article this week that actually gave seven character options that Willem Dafoe could play. It was really fun to read. You want me to throw them out to you? Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought that this was really cool too, Johnny. Yeah, here are these seven options. Could be an aging Oliver Queen, a descendant of Steve Trevor. Wait, can we comment on them as yeah. we go? Oh yeah, aging Oliver Queen. I'm gonna say I like it. Um, I do, I don't like it because I don't want to get into the the pattern of like this is the beginning of our DC universe. Okay, and I feel like you know we're playing fast and loose with characters. Like I I originally threw out oh he's uh, Doctor Emil not Emil Blonsky that's abomination. Who's the guy that died in the first one? The uh, uh, Emil Hamilton. Emil Hamilton. And I'm like, oh, he would be such a great Hamilton. Oh. And somebody was like, uh, Adam, you know that movie that you did a whole show about? He died in that. I'm like, oh, yeah. Kind of like uh, Jimmy Olsen. I'm just like, it got me all pissed off all again about like throwing away characters, be, you know, which is unimportant before they're important. Uh, however, um, so, yeah, I, I wouldn't like aging Oliver Queen. Do you think that we're going to get an Oliver Queen in general, though? I would, no. All I'm saying is, like, let's leave the fucking door open, people. Like, let's not cut off uh, other potential filmmakers' creativities for just because a character isn't important to you. Don't shut the doors in the DC universe before you have an opportunity. So, uh, you know, if he's aging Oliver Queen, that means you can never have, uh, you know, well, a younger Oliver unless Queen. Unless we go back. It's funny you say that. There was an article on Movie Pilot this week that talked about is DC lining up a Black Canary Green Arrow for Justice League. But Mikey, first, uh, aging Oliver Queen, your thoughts? Nope. Okay. Don't want it? It's not going to be. Good. Yeah. Okay, moving on. So you on. don't even need to comment. I'm not going to comment. Yeah, it's not going to be. A descendant of Steve Trevor or Henry Allen or Jay Garrick. Mikey, your thoughts? Nope. Not going to be. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. Weird. Weird. Weird that they added that one in there. Flash too. verse. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I actually, okay, I don't dislike that totally. I think Jay Garrick could be cool because we have such you a young do? Flash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Because what if he was like the older Flash, a sort of a mentor to, to the younger Ezra Miller Flash? But him? William Yes, Dafoe? yes. Yeah. Absolutely. He's such an interesting, incredible performer. I, I agree love with that, him. but as a Jay Garrick? 40 years uh, ago. Yeah, an agent Jay Garrick? Why not? Absolutely. Uh, why, why do you take exception to that? I, I just don't see it. I don't see it. I am having a hard time, even in general, with the good guy thing, because I do think he plays such an amazing villain well, that it, well... Hmm, he a, also plays an incredible good guy. I think he plays a, a good, good guy, but I think that he is an incredible villain, and yes. I... I think it's a better choice that he's a good guy, then, because, because we, we've you, seen him as the bad guy so often. We yeah, have, exactly. We have. That's true. I, I don't know. He just doesn't strike be, me as a Jay Garrett. It would be too easy to make parallels between the Green Goblin, right. and I, I think that same energy that has he has such an intensity and an energy to all his performances I would like to see that it's inherently comical even if it's serious there's humor to it and I would like yeah, to see that but there's already humor to the Ezra Miller part of being the Flash so uh, to uh, it's not working well here's a few more options go ahead Mike no I'll, I have my who I believe he is okay, okay. Say let me run him down please and then, okay, okay. Another option, uh, Tom Curry, a.k.a. the Lighthouse Keeper and father to Arthur Curry, a.k.a. Aquaman. Martian Manhunter. Wait, uh, Tom Curry. Do mm-hmm. we still get to comment after all yeah, of them? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I could see that a little more, but I, I, I think that would be a better fit. I think that's less likely. You're basically saying the same thing, the same uh, Flash, Flash relationship, except it would be like some sort of... Yeah, because I would rather see him over there than with Ezra. Yeah, Mikey. Nope. I love his answers. <laughs> Short and sweet. I'm moving us along. Uh, no, today. I love this. Uh, Martian Manhunter. Mikey. Nope. Okay. No. 
no. This is of all of them, no. Because he's not been introduced. They unite the seven. We're going to see six yeah, and Lantern's the seven. I, I right. do want to say, though, I think that he would be great as Martian Manhunter. And uh, the reason oh. I say that is because he was in John Carter and he was a Martian. Yes, but. And he was like one of the best parts of that. It was mostly a voiceover Someone character. on Twitter threw out pictures that Henry or Harry Lennox in Man vs. BVS and Man vs. Steel is Martian Manhunter. They just go, what if? And it showed that picture of him. He's the center. He's, oh, oh, right. He's the he's head the, of defense. Oh, that I was would just be like, great. Interesting. Oh, my God. Would that be the same thing as they do on Supergirl. Yes. That would be perfect. Yeah. That would be, that actually it's would one of the be best so, It was just show. someone on Twitter. So whoever you are out there, I apologize for not remembering who you were, but you threw up a picture on my wall about it. Great call. And it was just a question mark, and I was just like, but that would be brilliant. But again, yes, if he was Martian Manhunter, I wouldn't be hit. But go on. All right. Well, now side, side it, it also gave two options. Even though they're saying they're saying quote good guy, we got two villains here. We got Dasad, Darkseid's right hand man. I think that just comes from the fact that you see his face and he could be Dasad. Yeah, hundred percent. So. That's true. But I, yeah. I, again, I don't think that's where we're going. But I think that could be great. And cool. this one I find very intriguing. Mm-hmm. Uh, original Joker. They said this is a far cry. Do you have now the article pulled up? I want to give a, I, I want to give a Mikey answer to that one. No. no. Do you, you have the article pulled up that explains why he would be the original Joker or what all the qualms were about this? Because but why? give me a second. Because oh, this, this, the way they he... explained it to me, I, I was cringing throughout. So like, why do oh, we want to cringe? Is this more? still part of the two shots of Robin's costume that Jared yeah. Leto has? And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, ah, kind of. Stop it. We can we can move on. I don't see what the big deal is. I don't think there's it is. Okay. I think. Again, I almost think that it's... I don't know that it's a name of someone in the in the DC universe that exists already, or maybe you could tell me who this person is, but I feel like he's sort of like maybe a former military, but he's some sort of human go-between for the Justice League. Some sort of militaristic... See, some guy that works on the squad. Like I feel like the Justice League, kind of like the Avengers and S.H.I.E.L.D., it's not just like these four superheroes hanging out in the Watchtower, but the Watchtower is a space station manned by a lot of people, and I just... I feel like his energy could in, in, in infuse so much into the universe, and I, I hope it's That's, a good active role like it, that. In New 52, Steve Trevor is that role. Okay. He's the go-between between the United States government and the Justice League. Right. Um, yeah, that that is a good, I think, he's some kind of government... Maxwell Lord. Yeah, could that's be. why I was saying that he was the doctor, like that same kind of thing. Yeah, just like Maxwell a man Lord. But are they I trying mean, to <laughs> avoid the characters that they're introducing yeah, so in the TV why, show? Yeah. So. Okay, my, I'm just saying you look at a picture to side, man. Yeah, like bro, my thoughts are saying? they're like bro. Well, there's a lot of Riddlers. I'm in going here. to do a lot of um, deductive reasoning here, like mm-hmm. Batman does. Uh, we see who's in this film. We know it's setting up. We don't know if Darkseid is in this one, so we don't know if we're getting right. all those. If we do see a little bit of Darkseid, I say he's High Father. Who is the leader it's of the new guy? I've too. heard that too, and and that that but, would make a lot of sense because of the gravity. But we're, we're that announcing him this early on, and we know or we think that a lot of it is Atlantis. I say he is, and we don't know if Aquaman is the king of Atlantis at this point. Oh, I think he's an Atlantean, yeah. either an advisor to him or he or is the, the king before he's the he king becomes that's the king. Getting dethroned, he's dying, and Aquaman has to you know he's like you know lead our people I'm dying are you saying maybe almost like a picture, al- almost like an alpha not, no not alpha, but picture him as a regal Atlantean hmm. passing on the, the the crown to Arthur do you think that gives us the opportunity then to later have the movie with like Willem Dafoe in the Aquaman movie and yeah. then becoming um, that that movie becomes about Arthur Curry the human who becomes we, we the Atlantean that he knows that if, he is if Arthur in this movie is the king of Atlantis yet yeah, we don't know 
No, but I think it makes but, sense that it would be like he's I already an Atlantean, a prince, a warrior, a high yes, up there. A high and then in the movie, have we heard Maybe if he the movie's going to be a subsequent or if the Aquaman movie is going to be a prequel? Or, or, we don't know. We don't know yet, but I think that would be great. I love that call. And mm-hmm. notice how they're developing Aquaman right now. They cast him. This was announced. We're not saying who he is. I think that's a great call. Maybe because his character was written into Aquaman. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? I think that's genius. Most of the people in the chat are, have been agreeing with I you. I think it's a... Yeah. I'm not saying... I think you're the government guy is a... Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's so, a, so you're saying a connection to Aquaman. I say yes. That would make sense. I just like. I hope he's just not super serious guy because he so could do re- that too. He could do Regal really well. He's got he's, that like he's got put a wig on him. He's and, a tremendous actor. He's got like the Worcester Group in New York City, yeah, an experimental theater group that he's had for like thirty something years. I want to see him as a good guy. I don't want to see him as a devious right. bad guy. It's too easy. Many people point I, I out know. he was he was Jesus in Last Temptation. Yeah, there you go. Especially Jesus. from jumping from one. I know it's Sony, not Marvel, but to the other, right. it is tough. But I think he just plays such a freaking oh, good villain. I heard. Well, here you go. Sorry, this is the article here that mentioned why maybe the original Joker. Here we go. Uh, let's see. Many audiences have come to the conclusion that Jared Leto's Joker might not be the original Joker in the DCEU, but a former Batman ally corrupted by the original Joker Gotham. And the let's see, and he just happens to get the same laugh and then get Harley Quinn and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's right. So we may see Willem Dafoe appear as the clown prince of crime in flashback sequences that show how Leto's Joker came to be. Dafoe's been a fan favorite choice for the role ever since the days of Jack Nicholson, so it would prove undeniably awesome to see him finally don a purple suit yeah. and take the role of a lifetime. I mean, people have done fan art of him, and he look. Everyone's like, why has he not been the sure, Joker in some Joker, yeah. voice or acting? It's it's not. I, 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 I hope whoever wrote that theory does not write DC movies in the yeah. future. I had a hard time. It's fun with to read though. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, hey, listen, that's, that's totally the great fun. thing about this universe is fans can do stuff. I like love that. the mind bending fan stuff. Well, hey, so going from fun to read to fun to see. Okay, yes, oh. we have a video from Italy. Somewhere in Italy. I couldn't figure out where it was. Spoilers. But from the set of Wonder Woman, we actually have, uh, obviously, you could see a drone shot. I'm going to guess that this set cost a few pennies. Yeah, maybe together. like three pennies. Three to four I thought, pennies. It looks so damn cool. Yeah. yeah. So it was like the go. day in the life of Themyscira. And well, it was just, just like... Check it out. If you know Italian, you're going to know exactly all, what she's all saying. All the different... And I thought... There was so much. Love the there was a dialogue. lot of CG sets in BBS too, and it's amazing to see this. That's why we didn't see a lot of behind the scenes stuff on BBS. And look at this. This is old school location yeah, but, shooting. This is like I mean, Cecil B. DeMille kind of location. But, but, but I know, spaghetti. What? BBS. I mean, that Batcave, that big built that. The, the Batcave looked awesome, but there a lot of the big set pieces. I felt the CGI when you had the all. When <laughs> you had you. the bless you. When Sorry, you had the guys. Trinity stand together, yeah. it didn't feel like they were in anywhere of of of, yeah. of substance. Like that felt. Does that not feel like oh, Cecil B. Mill, yeah. like, well, my like, question uh, is, I mean, I don't think was all that built. For, I feel like that had some of it had to be there already. Yeah, it's possible. Is it a ruin? It's, I don't okay, know exactly like the set where it is. In, uh, Batman Superman. The, you think uh, they would let them do that? The Africa, perhaps. Yeah, people the like camp money. in Africa at the beginning of the movie. That was yeah. a military base in New yeah. Mexico that they repurposed yeah. to look like Africa. So it was a real set. I, yeah. I'm sure they used existing architecture. And you saw in those scenes like they had the green too. screens in the windowsill, so yeah. they're gonna, you know, of course there's gonna be, of course there's gonna be tons of CGI. I'm just saying, I think the scope of this film is gonna be a lot larger, a lot more akin to to Game of Thrones. An island full of Amazons, my God! Yeah. You wish you could go there. Oh my God! Are you kidding me? <laughs> Coming home with a wife. I, I recently just watched uh, uh, on uh, DVD the Wonder Woman animated film and Batman Superman Apocalypse, okay, which were cool. Supergirls. They were so well done, and they got the uh, uh, feel of. Of Paradise Island, and you're going to see. I think in this film is capturing it incredibly well. Yeah, here we go. Apparently, it's going to it's it's being shot in Italy's Basilicata. 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 
Basilicetta. Yeah, uh, the report comes from Yahoo Italy, which states Wonder Woman will be setting up shop uh, in this region, a.k.a. Luciana of southern Italy. So that's probably... Where they filmed Ben-Hur. Probably near Sicily. Oh, right. A lot of of little islands at the bottom of Sicily. uh, It's got a new one? I know. Yeah, I think the, the new one was filmed on a soundstage down Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm, I'm curious oh. to see what Timur Bekmambetov's Ben-Hur looks like. His, I like that director. He's very out well, there. Well, I like Wanted. Um, I didn't oh, wow. like the Abe yeah. Lincoln one so much. But, um, oh, What's oh, wow, Johnny? But, but, but again, just, it, it you can see so the island well. in the comics, and that yeah. straight, it really uh, did a great job of resembling. Do you think we're going to see, like, Amazon gladiator fights? Oh my, of course we are. Oh, my God. Are they going to be right? fighting, like, monsters and stuff? Are we going to see, like, minotaurs and Maybe? stuff? Maybe. Oh, I'd love to see a minute. I get really excited. Oh, I think that was... one line about Wonder from Wonder Woman, my favorite line in the movie is like, you know, I've fought other things from other worlds before. Like, I can't wait to see how that plays out in Wonder Woman. Mm. Like, I want to see monsters in that kind of setting. Oh. Look at that uh, shot. Very excited. Just yeah. monsters in that. Monsters, we're going to get sea monsters in Aquaman. I, I, you know. There's old Steve Trevor. Look at him. What, what do you sport? call what do you call those uh, those kind of boots there when you do the leather strapping up there? Isn't there a word for gladiator that? Gladiator sandals? Um, yeah. There are. And I, I just feel bad it. as a gladiator sandals. Are they going to come back yeah. in fashion I thought because a, of Wonder Woman? Not bracers. Uh, no, no. Those things are called gladiators. Gonna, are they going to become fashionable? They already again? have come back in style this what, past like, year. Will you see them at Soho House? Uh, <laughs> yes, Roxy is a member of Soho House, and she will be rocking these yeah. at Soho House. Yeah, the gladiator shoes are real expensive these days. Apparently, it's a cool kids' club, and Roxy's a part of it. Oh my gosh. This yeah. movie's going to freaking own. Yes, yeah, it I is. agree. Yes, it certainly is. So, we I got agree. some cool photos from the set there, So, uh, and that footage is pretty cool. So, yes, it mm-hmm. is. And we own top of it. Yeah. We own top of it. All right, so moving on from Wonder Woman, which we're all incredibly still going to be excited about for quite a long time. The Killing (laughs) Joke is going to hit us. Yeah, but The Killing Joke is going to hit us real soon, and it's going to hit us with more than just some sensuality. It's going to hit us with R-rated. Ain't nothing sensual about what the Joker did to Barbara Gordon in that movie. No. Or Commissioner Gordon. Gordon. Oh, boy. Mm. They're going to have, I saw the little dwarf clowny things. Oh, Oh, my God. When he's all hot-tied. You know, as a kid reading that comic, Uh. you you don't get that. You just think, oh, it's cool, Batman beating up the Joker. You don't get the intricacies of the novel and you read it as an adult and you're just like, holy cow. I would be nervous. I would be nervous. The pokers and the hot... If the general public was really going to see this movie... They'd be like, DC has just lost its mind yeah. at this yes. point, like after BBS and then this. But this is not going to penetrate anything beyond your typical fan base. And the people that are going to go to see this are well, going to love it. Well, it's interesting. These films do well because they keep making them. And then they also put them on cable. I'm always seeing them on like stars Netflix, and like channels. Um, Netflix right why now. do I get feel like we already knew that this was R-rated? Because they <laughs> talked about it, and then when the creators of it were saying, like, we're not sure, because we did a story a couple of weeks ago where they were saying, you might be able to get away with this as PG-13 today. Oh, yeah. and now they've officially And now I think the they've officially said it is R. I yeah. think, yeah, this and, like, Flashpoint, they always, they in their interviews, they always say they try and push as far as they can, and the censors yeah. come in and they got to cut stuff. Yeah. With this, is this the first DC ever, just said, don't I, cut, just go. go. Yes, is this the, the, it's okay, the first ever 17 and up entry in the DC original movie franchise's nine-year history. And obviously it's going to have the story of the Joker's origin from all the way it's going to cover his days as a struggling comic all the way to his first encounter with Batman that changed. And like watch, watch was a flashpoint. That's pretty graphic. Yeah. So it's not too, I don't think we're going to get anything that's just like, oh. It's just the intrication of like, uh, yeah, sure. absolutely. I mean, just sure. like there's sexual assault, and I think that's really what there it comes is. in. Like, violence and sexuality together, which is not sensual no, in any way. don't. That is what makes it an R rating, because it's not just violence, right. and it's not just implication of sex. 
sexual assault is like the most violent crime. So that's such a huge part of this film. I think that's, that's, that's what Warren's already... You more can't than gloss over it. It's, it needs to be there. And, and, you know, kudos to them for being true to Alan Moore's vision. Even though they're adding stuff to this movie with Batgirl to flesh gotta, out the yeah, film. Flesh it out. I'm fine with that. No. And realizing that making it rated R is going to probably bring in less money, I still... I don't even cr- think so, oh. Johnny. Really? Yeah, I don't think it's going to bring in less money. It does. Well, what you lose in general audience, do you make up for in buzz? Like, it's a news article, and perhaps as it gets closer to the release, it will be an item of news. That I might think get these publicity. films are every one that comes out are bought by the same demographic. Kids are not buying these films. Parents are not buying these films for their kids. Batman, yeah. Bad Blood, it was called. You know, and that, well, I mean, that's why they called it Assault on Arkham. They didn't call it Suicide Squad because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that doesn't sell. So I think that they know their audience for these. They're making these for the fans. Are we doing the thing where we talk about later uh, David Ayer wanting the sequel to be uh, R-rated? Did we make an item about that? Uh, no, I didn't mm-hmm. see that. Okay, well, just to bounce off that, I know David Ayer just commented that he would he was thinking that the sequel to Suicide Squad could be R-rated. I never understand that. I don't get that. If you have a movie that's rated something and then the sequel is rated something else, it's still the same. You're creating the same world. It I don't seems know. weird to go in that other direction. Yeah. If it's a big enough that. hit, they could probably think they could but, take yeah, that But change. why? why? If, if it's a big enough hit, then why do they need to make it R-rated? Just so that Maybe they can use language, deeper, sexuality, like, like, violence, Deeper what? a little more. You know, he seems like a director that wants to push the envelope and... Yeah, but they I don't want to see these characters being different characters than they develop no, if we like no, them. No, the Joker, if we get... Joker on screen at PG-13, you could do an R-rated Joker with that same Joker, just mm. showing more of it. it, yeah, it it's I, just his... I guess. The Bat- Batman Superman, PG-13, but we're going to get an R-rated version. Don't They're the forget. same characters. We're just seeing different shades and, and, and going further. And just to jump mm. off that, guys, I got an, uh, an, an email that uh, DC Superhero Girls Season 2, which is a much younger audience, if you have kids or if you're younger, uh, Season 2 of that premieres today on their uh. YouTube channel and their website, and that's, of course, about all the most popular DC Superhero It sounds like girls. TV time a little bit. Is it? I don't web, know. I well, it's like could. web time. Possibly. I just didn't want to forget it because yeah, yeah. I just saw the email. I would have forget cool. it. Cool. No, uh, I appreciate you know that. Go. You're a female lover today. I'm Alan. glad you threw it out there. It was a, it was a close shave and you got it in. And I got it in. Of, speaking of close shaves. Okay. Oh. Have you ever asked yourself, guys, Mikey, Adamy, mm-hmm. why Roxy. razors are in Roxy? Are, why are razors the only products in the drugstore that are locked inside a plexiglass case? That's because yeah. they're so expensive. People just want to grab I them, hate right? that. I have razor shame all the time. I'm exactly. like, and some places, but... Exactly. Sometimes. Here's the deal. Good razors cost so much, people always try to steal them. It's ridiculous. So why why do that? Here's the deal. This is why two guys started Harry's.com. High-quality razors. And I'm telling you, I started using mine last week. Not that I have a lot, but when I... Dude, this is the most amazing razor I've ever had. Like, I didn't even need to use just... Oh my god! I also like to not use a ton of shaving cream because I just do a lot of maintenance work. You don't need so any. I go out of the shower, hot, exfoliated flesh, and then just like a little bit of. Usually, I'm I can you, get smoother because you usually like a little strip on there that's a little. And no? you, you guys got your Harry's box Mike, over there, Mikey. Christmas, I can tell is a full. I do the whole face in shaving cream, and then I start to. Dude, I shave in the shower with soap. Okay, there you yeah, go. I have got some shampoo I throw on my face. And I no shave. mirrors. No, but with Harry's, I my face. I've been living this thing for an extra. Uh, you don't Harry's, know my face with Harry's razor. You don't need anything. I'm, it, it feels that good. Really, the prices are amazing. You're, you guys are going to. Is this a monthly thing? You ever had a woman work? shave your face? That's trust. I let them shave my face. Not my face. Here's the deal. You they go to their website. Face. Go to Harry's.com. Fill out what you need. Check out in just 30 seconds, and we got a starter set that you can get a discount with us right now. Here's the deal. Go to Harry's.com. 
For $15, you get a razor handle, moisturized shave cream, and three of their five-blade German-engineered razors. Germans are good at stuff. German Germans engineer some of the finest things that yeah, are some, engineered cars. The, and, and, the, and the sham one. I'm on the website right now, so what is the offer code? I'm on the page where I have to enter an offer code. We'll go to harrys.com and put in the I'm promo code. I'm already at code. harrys.com. Put in the promo code DCMOVIE. And you get five bucks off. Just That's DC singular, movie. yeah. Simple as that. DC movie. Awesome. Five bucks. There you go. Go to Harry's.com. Awesome. The code DC movie. Get five dollars off. I'm telling you, this is the best razor I've ever used, and uh, it's it's because my electric broke and I had nothing. And luckily, I got me a Harry's razor, and now I feel pretty good. About Woohoo! It. Mm-hmm. So boom, moving on. All uh, Aquaman apparently is not going to focus on the origin. Of the King of Atlantis. We talk a lot about origins. Oh, this answers the question that we just brought up. Uh, James, uh, okay. James Wan has a quote here. He says, I quote, There's Justice League that happens before it, so I have to be respectful to that. But in a lot of ways, it's a continuation. But there are origin elements as well, and that's a story that I'm excited to tell. Okay, so we are going to get those flashbacky, like not a whole full-on, like... Starting from the beginning, but we Happy will learn. Medium, maybe. Because he, at some point he has to be human, does he not, Mike? He is human. He's but ha- I mean, at some point, doesn't he have to find out about his an- yeah. Atlantean heritage? I don't heritage? think we're going to see that. I don't think we're going to see him. No, you know, that is a, it's half Atlantean. His dad was a lighthouse keeper. Right, but he grew up on land. He didn't know he was an right. Atlantean at first. Right, so, he would always see the girl in the water, and he's like, right. why is that I think we have me? to see some of that, because that's not like Bruce Wayne's origin, Batman's origin. But like, it's also not... I don't you think we got to see the first time one. he gets it's, wet? Uh, I oh, Mikey Christmas, so. I'm about to smack the Christmas out of you. You I really don't, don't think so? I don't know if we need to. And, and uh. who's to say it's the same? I, I just, Jason Momoa is a different Aquaman than the blonde haired, blue eyed Arthur Curry, white guy swimming in the yeah. ocean. It's just, yeah. it's different. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that's what he's saying is like. But maybe he's like a little kid living in like the Pacific Islands and he's like a little Hawaiian that kid. Maybe, yes. And he's swimming and someday he drowns, but it's like he gets pulled away, like almost like Tom Hanks at the end of Splash when he becomes a mermaid. Like he drowns and it's like, no, 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 you could swim. Here's your new life like I, I want to see I that moment we'll, we'll I need hear, to see we'll that hear, hear hints that he's torn between two worlds because yeah. he's part, partially an earth breather or earth walker and partially partially a water breather so it's you know and these two different factions going to oh, war oh somebody just said in the, cha- in the chat roll uh, Aquaman is already Aquaman so they ain't doing the origin obviously he's got it on good authority he must be in constant <laughs> yeah, communications yeah, yeah. with people from the studio him so and, him and water. Give, me, give me the link <laughs> no, dude we're, we're mad at the chat right now because what? they're taunting me just screaming Martha over and over again oh that's not fair <laughs> what's wrong it. with that don't get me I can't start again I it's not let's not reopen the scabs let's keep the scabs I go on this movie to defend it let's keep the scabs let's move on another quote from James Wan he says uh, on the the topic of Aquaman being an underdog he says I love the idea of being the underdog coming in with a take on this character and completely blowing people's expectations away and that's what he plans to do blowing them out of the water blowing them out of the water I think it's gonna be great Um, did you think did it look like Aquaman was holding his breath in the one scene that we saw him that was like the one Thing. It kind of looked like he was holding his breath, and shouldn't he be just like oh, no, breathing? It didn't, it didn't look like that to me. He, he, didn't, he looked no. angry. He just looked pissed off. Okay, so, there's yeah. a camera in my face. All right. Get it out. All right, maybe. I'm not, hey, I'm not starting shit, guys. No, I'm not starting BBS shit. I'm just saying, it looked like he was yeah. holding his breath. But no, I hear you. So James Wan with some cool quotes there. I mean, I'm always down for an origin story, but uh, apparently, you know, if it does take place after Justice League, then we're already going to know I'll, a bunch I'll about it. Man of Steel. I guess Man of Steel did a lot more origin, but I, I just mean the way that they kind of flashbacked to like the younger part of his life. Yeah. 
Um, so some I think that we start off with him as Aquaman, and then I just wanted those flashbacks, or maybe something at the credits or something. I would just Fill like to see images because this you gotta understand, guys. This is the origin. We've only seen Superman and Batman, and Batman and Superman, and Superman and Batman, and Batman and Superman. We have not seen any other DC origins happen on the big screen. And guess what, guys? Nobody out there in the general public has a clue about the beginnings of these hero- heroes. So. Done well, some origin material uh, is is needed. I completely agree. And maybe a flashback with Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Maybe. All right, Johnny, like what else that. we got? I'll tell you what we got. The Rock! Oh, once, boy. Once again, he talking. Someone's talking. He talking. That guy doesn't talk a lot. Uh, he says, obviously, uh, Shazam is not going <laughs> to hit Look at Mikey Christmas. I don't know what that means, I but know. I can't wait to see his response. Let him go. Uh, Shazam <laughs> is not going to hit theaters until 2019, but The Rock... On the subject of Superman fighting Black Adam, he says, It won't happen in the first movie, but nothing would make me happier. He's got it coming. So Yeah, so this is, to me, and I can't wait to hear what Mikey has to say, kind of a non-story. Again, it's just The Rock talking. Mm-hmm. And I know in chat roll and people comment away, I'm going to say something again that I know you're going to hate me for, but I, until this movie is in production, I do not believe that this is in the DCEU Whatsoever, and nothing that The Rock said it makes me think anything otherwise. He's just talking. He's just an actor. And guess what? And it's it's okay because the DCEU is still forming as it's happening. They're not over committing to three years down the road yet, mm-hmm. and and they're hedging the bet. And we know it's at New Line, and it hasn't been Shazam has not been in any of the conversation. So. Call me crazy, but I still will believe it when I see it, is all I'm saying. I think Mikey agrees with you. I'm just going to agree to that. that oh, really? It's not, that's, why I would, that's why I was like, oh, Because you know people are going to be commenting, like, no, Rock's got to do the truth. Rock is a man, personality. He is, you can listen to him. I, I love that guy. His social media, he is, he, he crushed the MTV listen. Awards the other day. He's they're Batman or Superman. Yeah. So if The Rock's saying it, there are tons of studio people behind him and wanting to Guys, it's not happening. Anytime Johnny, what's the word? Soon. Oh, what, I, I no. just had to, I, I had to ban the same troll. No, uh, no, from chat that's not what I meant. What's the word that he's doing? He's he's making. He's, a, oh, it's probably a swerve. It's a swerve. Yeah, the Rock. I mean, mm-hmm. hell, he had a match at WrestleMania that wasn't even no one yeah. even knew what was happening. Granted, it was so a six second. So what match. this does say now? What, what 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 do we know from this? Is he says not in the first movie? It does seem to imply that he does know something about at least the story structure. Um, but if anything, to me, it, it makes me further believe what I believe that that Shazam if, is not necessarily going to be in the same world. The Rock was the kind of guy that was picking his projects and slowly developing his slate of films. It seems like every day a new movie's coming out. Didn't he With just, The Rock. Didn't he? Well, first of all, there's Baywatch is now being right. promoted for next year. Now he just announced... No, no, that's this year, isn't no, it? No, next year. So he's still a year away, and they're still they're promoting it. Like you would think it's coming out this summer. No, Baywatch it's a year. this summer? One year away. That's I mean, crazy. Does that's anyone year. really want to see that? No, but then... I think it could be funny. I think it could be like just, a 21 Jump Street. He just signed on... To another one wow, with, with what's his name? Next year. What's his name? Um, um, the, the, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. They another just signed movie. a another new movie, different movie. Not yeah. not CIA, whatever. Right. That's coming out this summer. Right. Sure. This guy's got fifty million projects. He's got another San Andreas in the works. Yeah. Wow. No, this film is not happening. I will stake. Oh, you my just don't DC even think it's happening. Rep on it. You just oh, you don't, don't even think it's, think it's happening. No, no way. Wow. Because I guarantee the Affleck Batman's going. That is whatever space Shazam had. Affleck's Batman. Yeah. Do we, do, so we, don't we think? Thing. I thought we thought that uh, 2018 October spot was going to be Batman. Yeah, yeah but they're the pushing thing. that for. This is 2019, as they can. right? They did announce two new untitled slots. Right. Right. One of them, like you said, could just go in and take that place. Affleck's moving it. His his uh, in on the set. You know they're they're playing. 
you know, you're going to defensive tactics now at Warner Brothers down the road. Right. They're trying to line up Affleck's schedule to get him going. When do you want to direct? Who do you want? What yeah. actors do you want? Priority Go. one. Batcave's built. Wayne Manor, your your house, yeah. your glass house is there. What do you want? Let's get your film going. Because that film will be I, I feel phenomenal. like Shazam, I think it is going to happen, but I do think it's going to be the lighter hearted. Because this Superman is so different. Not attached. I, I think that... Okay, so for all my... And I've complained about the uber, uber dark Superman, but one advantage of it is that I thought that Shazam and Superman can be too similar if you don't They're play them right. They're very similar. So... If you have Superman that's like this that we've seen, and then you have Shazam who is so different, and he's like a child in a giant's body, there's a great story there, but, and I think it could be told in its own universe. I don't even need to see it in the DCU because we've got Shazam, we've got Flash, we've got, we've got Cyborg, Superman, there, two yeah. younger, and it'll have a different vibe, yeah. and it could be light. And that's honestly, look, that's what the Rock's movies are like. When the Rock really tries to be overly serious in his movies, it doesn't work. He does a but lighter action Adam. comedy. Okay. He's the best guy. Luckily, we have years and years to yeah. predict what. what I, I understand. I know he's playing the best Black happen. Adam, and I know that's the bad guy. I just don't think the overall tone of Shazam is going to be so morbidly dark. No. And no. so, even as the film, even as the villain in that, I think it will just be, have a lighter tone. Yeah. Okay. It's Meanwhile, Shazam. I'm just blocking trolls like it's Mike. I'm Dikembe Mutombo up in here while you guys are talking. <laughs> what were some of the good uh, awful so, things? Uh, people oh, it's the same idiot that always comes in and uh, just came in under a new name, and then some other guy who was, uh, I'm not even going to say his name, but he was talking a lot of poop, and so I just gave one of No, I want to hear away. good things. I want to hear about trolls. Exactly. Moving on. Uh, we talked about this already. Is DC lining up Black Canary and Green Hour for Justice League? Because as you shocked. guys know, Bla- no. uh, she died narrow. Oh, you know, the whole rebirth thing could tie into the whole Willem Dafoe casting. Uh-huh. This is a reach. I don't know. Just want to put it out to you guys. Uh, right. Yeah, I mean, unless that's why they killed her off, because finally the character has some freaking use, and then they the, the use <laughs> they of those powers. Every canary. time she used her powers on Arrow, did anybody else like cry. cringe a when little she, bit? When she does a canary cry, I'm like, what? Or she's like. Ah! And, like, and I oh even felt bad for the actress on set having to do, to do that. that. Like it was, I know, I what do, know. What do you think, Mike? Her oh, character was God. done after season one. No, her character was the worst the, in season but one. But her arc was done. It was like, I they kept like, trying to shoehorn her into the so show. You're so right, you're right. Her yeah. arc was done. Remember the done. Wildcat debacle? Yeah, that was, that was the actual Holy worst. Well, that, isn't that how she learned how to be the Yeah, yeah. picked the guy that was yes. a 20-year-old yes. boxer. It's like, no. Yes, I know. It was And you realize... That character never came back. He really, we weren't sure if he died in the episode or he wasn't. Yeah, I think he died. But we didn't get an official because if he would have been great, the they would have brought him back. Or yeah, no, that was I, terrible. I don't, I don't know, but I have a really hard time believing that they would be lining up Black Canary and Green Arrow. No, I don't think so. They're they're taking all of our characters. It's, away it's from possible DC. though if if they don't introduce a new Black Canary, it, it could be from something above. Like I could see her being you part think, of a Batman movie. Do you think they're going to introduce a new Black Canary? I just assume, like, that seems to be what they do on Arrow. I just Guys, assume that Black Canary was coming back in some form. major characters in this Justice League film. Yeah. yeah. And now we got Gordon I could coming certainly and we're see not it getting being, new superheroes. Uh, in, in Batman, though. I could certainly see her being in a Batman film. Uh, I'll say no. Okay. Uh, no. Oh, Paul says okay. the Wildcat thing had a plan, but the actor got another job. Huh. Yeah, it seemed like that just stopped very all of a sudden. Uh, um, you know, know who else might have a job? Who? <laughs> this is also uh, maybe a reach, but... Jeff Goldblum uh, was interviewed at CinemaCon by MTV, and they asked if he would be in discussions for an unspecified superhero movie, and he said, I'm going to do my Goldblum. Please. Yeah. We should all do Please. I, uh, I can say very little uh, right now, but you may be onto something. Mm-hmm. 
So you guys, uh, you guys want me to be a superhero? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Independence Day, uh, June 24th, resurgence. Uh, aliens are going to come back and get us. So. so who knows if he's if this is actually true, if it's for our team, if it's for Marvel, uh, where it is, who he is, whatever. But I like him. I just really like him as a guy. So I would, I would love for him to be in a movie. He plays his band at a club down the road. Really? He's the nicest guy really? in the Is he like a jazz world. musician? What he is, and he meets his fans, he hugs yeah. everyone, he takes time for pictures. I, I have a friend yeah. that is if obsessed with him. Cool. And he is the nicest actor guy you would ever think in your life. A lot of people think that he already was in a DC movie and that he was Lex Luthor in Batman v Superman. I've heard that. I've heard that fan theory quite a bit. Mm. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, my God. I just saw Kryptonian heat vision eyes in Mikey Christmas eyes. Um, here's another there, thing where it's that, just... Um, that's, yeah, him right there. that's him in his club. That's in his it. bebop hat. Jeff Goldblum is a oh, guy very much like Willem Dafoe. I, got I, I put them both in the same... Willem Dafoe and Jeff Goldblum you think are very similar? Yeah, in that, let me explain... They both have a very signature delivery. Oh, yeah. I got a Goldblum story. They are very, very... Characters. They are characters, almost caricatures of themselves. Um, So could he be great in a great role with a great script? Absolutely. Does just putting Jeff Goldblum in a movie make it better inherently? If it's not already on the page, I don't think so. Someone in the chat just said, Goldblum's Hugo Strange. Oh, that's a good call. Oh, that's good. Good call. Yeah, that could work. So you got your... Uh, See, I'm you, loving so, it. You put, on the, uh, you put on a cowl and you uh, so fight uh, crime, huh? Very, uh... Very, uh... <laughs> <laughs> See, it's very... <laughs> See, there's In a what? tiny imperfection. I'm loving BD1. Well, how are you going to introduce him, though? In what film? In the Batman solo film. Oh, in the solo film. Very much so in the Batman yeah, solo, solo film. Do you guys want to hear my Goldblum story? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we can turn off the Goldblum music. This is Tales of Goldblum with Johnny LaCroix. So, uh, a couple of years ago, my buddy and I went out to get breakfast at a popular spot in L.A. called The Griddle. It's where they have oh, massive pancakes. Giant pancakes. The Griddle's the one pancakes. that never pancakes closes, Pancakes the size right? of your head. I don't know. It's it, on it Sunset. Does. I, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. And so we're sitting Griddle there. Cafe. And Jeff Goldblum, and the tables are all pretty close, very kind of European style, right? Jeff Goldblum sits down right next to us, at like almost like as close as Mikey and I are sitting, by himself. And so my buddy and I are just talking back and forth about life and just, you know, whatever. And he's a fun guy to be around, so we're just talking. Goldblum starts inching closer and closer throughout our meal to the point where it gets to where his face is literally almost over our plates. Like, he wanted to be involved. In your, in our, in your short stack? I, I got the big stack. Oh. And he wanted to be involved Wait, in our conversation just so size, Is that more than one of those giant pancakes on top of them, each other? One, two, three. Of those pancakes? Yeah. One, two, three. Yeah. Chocolate chip banana? Uh, I, got, I had chocolate in it for sure. It's oh my favorite. And coconut. Oh, my what? God. He, you could tell he wanted to be involved in our conversation so bad, but him and I were both, like, nervous to involve him. Yeah. And to this day, like, every time we hang out, it's like, man, we should have brought in Goldblum. You sure have. Should have brought because... him in. Because if you nothing else, you invite him into the conversation. No, I, I would have had him order a damn half, a, give him some of my short stack. I know. If for no other reason than that story would have had a great ending. Moving on. I met, you know who I met oh. at the griddle. I met Alan Richardson, uh, the Aquaman on Smallville, and now oh, uh, Raphael. Okay. He was at the griddle. There you go. Cool. Breakfast with him. Griddle, the See, place so of that's DC why John. That's why you got to join the Soho House so you can meet people and socialize with these people. And then, and then Goldblum and I could have a misconnection. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> 
Uh, should we talk about the whole D- Shelley Bond thing? I don't really understand what's going on. I don't either. Uh, so what is this? The uh, chief editor for Vertigo Imprint yeah, was got, fired? She got let go, and there's a lot of controversy. But the thing is, I don't know exactly what the controversy is. accusations of improper sexual uh, some, behavior and whatnot. Among some of the men whatnot. there, I don't know. They were really weird about the way they phrased everything and just saying, like, we've looked into this very hard, and we've made decisions very, very carefully. And so this is our decision. Uh, thank you. Does like this affect it, the DCEU in any way? Um, People well, like Shelley Bond. I mean, depending about if you believe any of these vertical series are going to be made. Mm-hmm. Shelley Bond did a great okay. job. Hmm. People loved her. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So, I don't know. I do I mean, not like to pretty... comment on stuff like yeah, this. Yeah, this sounds because very gossipy if you don't say the right thing. Or... I'm sure yeah. any of you in the chat role who are experts on all things, just uh, make leave your comments yeah. and uh, let us know we what really happened. We will know that happened. everyone yeah. on our side of this DC is uh, respectful. Yeah. Yes. So in goo guys in the chat room, please be respectful online. We so now Dan DiDio and Jim Lee are going to be taking over the editorial duties for, oh. for both uh, sides of things. I wonder if this is going to cause problems for Rebirth. Yeah. Or delay stuff. Mm. They, they need to get that ship out in the water and let it So Rebirth sail. hasn't started. I don't want to start over the comments, but you got that April preview thing, right? April 29th is the... No, May 29th. There's a, a one-issue Rebirth that starts it, and then the, the title starts in June? Or maybe it's the end of this. Maybe it's next week Can you the first re- one comes out. Because I know you read the preview issue. Do we have yeah. time for this? Can I just really hear what are you excited about? I know there are some major different things. Yeah. I, okay, I'll say this. I started researching a new character corner character for us to talk about on, on that show. Mm-hmm. And little plug. A little plug. Character corner with uh, I Mike miss Lomowski. the history of DC. Right. Because the JSA is nowhere to be found in the it's New 52. Okay. And, and I think we're going to get that history again. The, JSA the, the, is Earth 2? JSA was, they were all in the same Earth. Okay. It was just the legends. They were older. They were the mentors. Right. right. We have no mentors. Batman's the old guy in the New 52. It's like, right. I think we're going to get all that. And even Batman is now the best Batman that has ever been. Yeah, he goes back to being kind of the older Batman. Um, but also all his past scars and injuries yeah. and everything. Clean slate. May so 25th. May 25th. You are the, the fastest, strongest Batman that has ever been. What? Yeah, well, that's what Alfred said to him at some point. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh. He said, "He said you're the fastest, strongest Batman that's ever been." It was like a good result of his whole oh, regeneration yeah, chamber yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. Remember? Uh, so I'm excited for Rebirth. I really want it because I've really kind of. What is the weirdest thing that's changed? I heard there are some really funky differences that are happening. Uh, there's a new hero in Gotham. Mm-hmm. That's that Batman's kind of training, which is kind of weird because he's got five mentors or five kids he's been trained. The Clayface work. is a good guy now. I think he's under the Detective Comics label with Robin and Spoiler and Batgirl. Uh. There's I don't like the two Green Lanterns. There's Who do you got the girl now? Jessica, I believe her name is, Ooh. and Simon Baz is coming back. Okay, but then you've got Hal, who's the core. I think the two lanterns on Earth and Hal's right. with the core out in outer space. And here's a comment from Zeno Hour, who's always uh, he's always a very um, well, uh, very knowledgeable, very yeah. knowledgeable guy. He said, uh, "Need more info, but Vertigo was struggling for a while. Bond was there for 23 years. Ooh. Oh, that just—that's a sense. big. That makes sense. That's a big shank up. We got 10 minutes left to finish this shit. Yeah, well, I know. Uh, with that said, guess what time it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't imagine. I what know. time oh, could it be? Oh. One of our best segues Roxy is this. time. She thinks that the flash is fun. What was that? Oh, it was nothing. TV time! Yeah. I was trying to think of something that rhymed with fine, f- and I was like, I was like, f- Is that word? Bomb? Okay. Um, a lot of cool stuff this week. 
not quite sure why we didn't have an Arrow last night. I went to watch Arrow, and it just wasn't there. Why? Yeah, that was a... Uh, so there was a week a while ago where uh, Flash wasn't on, but Arrow was. I don't know why they're doing that. But anyway, there was no Arrow. Uh, there was a Flash, though, and this Flash is one of the most polarizing episodes that we have had in DC TV. Spoilers, have... we're going to talk about last night's oh, Flash. Yeah. Friends yeah. in the UK or overseas, we're talking about TV that you may not have seen yet, so ear muppet. We're getting to the end of the season, folks. So now yeah. is when stuff is starting to happen. We Give are. it up for Zach on the ones and twos, yeah. Um, Forbes wrote an article about why this was the first legitimately awful episode of The Flash I, I that would, ever was. I certainly Forbes wouldn't call it awful. They have gotten some great articles. They had a lot of great stuff during BBS. Yeah. So this is. I disagree with. I disagree with that statement. It's a polarizing Did everybody, episode. Everybody watched it. Yes. Um, Not awful. I have. I, there's uh, one was, part that I strongly question. But there's some no. confusing stuff. There's some confusing stuff, including mm-hmm. the fact that if you go back um, and you remember Jay Garrick and Zoom, like the whole thing that they're trying to say happened, when he gets back to Earth 2, he says, uh, like, I think we have a problem or there's or something's wrong. But then he claims that this was his plan all along. Uh, mm-hmm. And we're, I'm still a little confused about Hunter Zolomon and the adoption and whether that whole story is false. So... According to Zoom, he convinced his doppelganger to let him kill him because No, not no, not his doppelganger. His time revenant. Oh, his time. That's when things do get confusing. His time. Yeah, what was it? His time. Uh, He went back in time, got a version of himself, and then killed him, which people are saying if he had done that, then he would be dead now. But then that goes into whole time travel. So it it was a very confusing episode. Uh, But I do think that at least we're moving the story forward. We're starting to answer questions. We still don't know who the person in the mask is. Which, by the way, was so freaking annoying because he, they they ask and he says, "You wouldn't believe me if I told you." And they're like, "Yeah, okay, move on." Like no, somebody says to you, "You won't believe me." I'd be like, me. Uh, "Try what bothered me. you, Johnny?" What I wonder if it's the same is, thing that bothered me. I think it's the same thing that bothers you. Uh, Zoom says, "All right, Wally, for your speed." They all have a powwow. They meet up. Well, this is the biggest issue of all. They okay. say, "Hand over Wally." Uh-huh. They hand over Wally. Yeah, and then it, because he shows up and Zoom goes, "We had a deal," as if he plays by the freaking rules. He hands over Wally. Okay, why not fight him there? Instead, the Flash so, just sits there like a... And, and then also, along. what good does it do to run, Wally run away? Like, wh- if Wally gets like 600 yards outside of that building, what does that mean yeah. for Zoom? Like, All that right. is so ridiculous. So stupid. And Run away, way, Wally. Outruns. <laughs> look at what Zoom does. He immediately takes whatever um, Barry Allen's speed is and puts it in his arm. Couldn't they have given him like a fake little... Swap. Thing? Yes, now, swap. And, and, and here's the thing. So I understand dumb. that the reason they did it is because the story does not dictate that, and they're telling a different story that's going to end differently. Mm-hmm. But right. but this was sloppy writing. Yeah. This was sloppy writing. If everybody's saying the same thing, like, why did you hand over the speed? They didn't write it in a way that he had to give him the speed. <coughs> it would look so ridiculous. He hands over Wally. And what does that even mean for him to hand over Wally? Once he has all the speed, what can anybody do to prevent Zoom from killing everybody right there? I.e. why he grabbed Barry Allen right there and almost killed him. And now he has Caitlyn, which is like, oh my god, it's what are you just... going to do? Are you looking at her as your mother figure? Are you going to try to... I don't know. It's, what, it's what, scary. I like the show when it's clever. When I when I didn't get there, and then it explains it, I'm like, oh, so... It just seems like it was just very sloppy, sloppy writing. I still think this was one of the best episodes of The Flash that we have at this point because I do think that they are moving the story forward and there were some really great moments, but it was confusing. I think big picture, the story is going to end great and they know where it's going, but in the minute they were just like, all right, well, we need this to happen. And, and you didn't 
right, a cool way f- to, to make that situation happen. Why do we assume that anything reverb can do, vibe can do? That's not the way that it works. You're the person on Earth, too, doesn't always have the same powers as you do because you got them in different ways. So that's confusing to me, too. Take Barry Allen on both uh, Earth or Iris or whoever. Like, uh, that doesn't make sense. I, I did like when Zoom started to talk, like, Zoom with that, when his mask was off and his eyes got yeah. black. Yeah. Dug that. And yeah. then he had that other voice. That was really I think cool. he makes a very good overall, tune. Overall, just bothered me. Like, okay, you hand over Wally See, West. I like then, him now, huh? I said I think he makes a very then good tune. Flash just, he just stands there. Well, they, the opinion, Mike. And then, was his name Teddy Sears? Teddy Sears. Yeah. And, and then great. Zoom just stands there like you're just doing a transaction. It's just so, it was very, very anticlimactic and very strange. Um, okay. What was uh, Berlanti saying? Wasn't there a he comment had said, about He goes, we respect Jay Garrick. We're not going to make him the bad guy. Right. So he's kind of saying he heard the the rumors and every, everyone, you know, online. I think this is all through Twitter. But he's like, just stick with us, guys. We have a plan. Yeah, I'm not no, going to disrespect So we Garrick. don't know who the real Jay Garrick is, presumably, right. at this point. And right? if he could potentially be the guy in the mask right. or what's going on. Well, right? Doesn't that make the most sense right now? Like, Or the fact that we've introduced Earth 1, Earth 2, and Earth 3 by going over to Supergirl. So th- we have no idea. We know that everybody that looks like... Teddy Sears is a Hunter Zolomon, and he changed his name to Jay Garrick at some point, right? No. I, get, I don't know. I, I, I got Not necessarily. Kind of what do you mean? That. Because if the story he's telling is the truth, that this guy was adopted, and then his adoptive parents named him Hunter Zolomon, then why would he look Hunter like... Hunter Zolomon is the kid that saw his parents killed, and, and then he went to the yes, orphanage. Yeah, that's Hunter Zolomon. Right. But Hunter Zolomon on Earth 1 is the guy that we saw under a bench. Right. Whose adoptive family named him Hunter Zolomon. So, if that that's what if that story is true, well, that well now we'll assume that that story is not true because he didn't want to connect himself to the name Hunter Zolomon. Yeah, maybe. Mm. All right, but I he told Caitlin the name Hunter Zolomon, which was his tragic flaw. Yeah, but not as tragic as Barry being really bad at like. And um, then we sat and you'd there. also think that the Flash would be good at like sleight of hand. Like what you were expecting was a sleight of hand. Like we got this thing, and also when when um. Uh, oh, what's the doctor's name? Um, the uh, Martin Stein. Walls. Wells. Oh, Wells. Wells. When Wells said, "I've can, I've I've changed the thing that takes your speed and made it so now that it can make you faster, it does the things that make it faster." Yeah. I thought that we were heading up for a classic Dick Donner Superman to What do you mean the power is on out there? Well, you were safe in here. Kind of reversal of fortune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Move. Right? Right. Handshake. And then, like, I wanted to see Zoom take off and stumble down. And, like, that awesome Superman 2 moment. And then he takes a giant plastic flash bolt symbol and throws it out and wraps everybody up. And they go up in a hot air balloon. Okay, we got got four minutes left. We had a Supergirl finale, Roxy. We we did. We had a Supergirl finale. And a lot of people are not happy with it. And it's a little confusing if we're getting a season two. It was supposed to be the first show that was announced that we're getting a season two. Now they haven't really officially announced it. I thought that they yeah, did announce it. Someone on Twitter it, asked me and I was like, no, they... We I, commented, I, I have not it a while seen these. Ago. Is it a cliffhanger that I really yeah. shouldn't hear? Big or like, yeah, don't, don't, don't. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, Can you so, talk about it in a way to preserve my uh, virgin ears? Or? Well, it's a cliffhanger. Okay, okay, um, okay. Yeah. It's, it, a pod? It, something happens at the end where you don't know what it is. Yeah. So that's cool. Listen, yeah. it, we know it's getting a season two. And but do we? No, that's what we I just do. We don't. And, and if you guys are questioning it at this point, no, we do. It was totally announced. No, that's what I'm saying. You're it saying was, it's unannounced. It, it was announced and unannounced. Right. And yeah. It was unannounced. Yeah, and now people are like, are we getting a season two? And like nobody's commenting right. about well, it, which is thing, so okay. weird. You have to end season one assuming there's going to be a season two. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, 
that's weird for me. I'm loving all the Martian Manhunter we're getting. We're getting way more than I thought we were initially it going just to get. So, good. so that's cool. Um, Gotham happened also. Yo, this Gotham happened a lot. This was a very big episode of Gotham. Uh, we got Yow. back Victor Freeze or Price, if mm-hmm. we want to call him. Um, and I don't know. How are you feeling, Johnny, about Barbara? Are you trusting her? I'll be honest. I like I like her so much more since she lost her mind. And I wow. thought she went back and forth a little bit in this episode. And I, I really like her now. Because mm. uh, I, I still... Oh, absolutely. Do it. My so, dad's do, a big fan. My dad is loving char- this show. Yeah. Do really? I trust the character? Absolutely not. But What do you think about the revelation that B.D. Wong, Hugo Strange, is the one that hired the hitman for the uh, Waynes? That certainly doesn't surprise me at all. Mm. And the very, very end of the episode where you know they've been doing experiments on people to try to... And they, they've failed 12 times trying to bring back the dead... And they finally succeeded at the very end, and it's uh, it's an old friend that uh, nice. if you haven't seen it, I don't want to give it away. And I think I know who you're talking about, but that's awesome. Yep. I will also so comment cool. really quickly on Johnny turned me on to this show. I don't know if anybody's still watching this, but Lucifer, oh my god, I'm loving this show. And that's uh, coming back. Yeah, that's definitely coming back. I've got Every like other nine. Show. I've got like nine Lucifers in the chamber, so I will definitely at some point catch up. I'm the way weird thing happened this Man, week so where it's shows. like, where are we gonna go from here? Uh, but it's really, really cool. I'm very excited about that show. And yeah, everything else is getting a season two, including Supergirl, but then not Supergirl. So TV was really, really exciting this week. A lot of cliffhanger moments. Yeah. Did you hear the thing about Arrow where this, with the flashbacks? Well, what where they, the flashbacks? people know, the producers know that they're not liked anymore, but they said we've charted them for five years. So next year we're going to have what? present day flashbacks. So it's going to be it's the oh. flashbacks because they said they, this article like we know. But it's worked out. It needs to. He's got to go to Russia still. They plot out those flashbacks for five years. Yeah, but they're just not working. They're not, and they know yeah. that. But they're not. They're basically, the thing was like the, the headlines of the articles were like, you're, the producers know you guys don't like them, but they're not going anywhere. They're still going to be there. Excellent. Because it's Excellent. built into and the still, I know we have to start wrapping up, but still, world, any Swamp Thing updates? Any Swamp Thing updates? I'd like to believe that somewhere somebody knows what's happening with Swamp Thing and what's going to happen is the coolest thing in the world. And I'd like to think that even though Guillermo says he was no longer on the project, maybe that's why he's no longer doing Pacific Rim I want to Rim do the Swamp too. Thing movie, but I can't have the time. I do the Pacific Rim. million. Pacific Rim, and I want to do the Hellboy yeah. 3. Um, it's very old yeah. time. Do, yeah. do, 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 do. I got to come to my house with all the scary monsters people, everywhere. People in the chat are also mentioning Legend of Tomorrow. Sorry, I didn't mention it. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm a little behind on that. I'm, no, behind. I'm, I'm behind. I'm caught up on that show. I'm actually all caught up on that show. I find that show still really easy to watch. I mean, okay. for good, good, bad, and different. It's just enjoyable. It's fun. It's also enough characters that not, no scene really drags on too long. Yeah, they, they move um, fast. And it's got some good effects. And I like how they're um, openly okay with quoting a lot of popular time travel movies like Back to the Future. I know next week episode is going to be pretty much Terminator. Um, like somebody setting back in time to kill like Oliver Queen or something before yeah. he's born or things like that, like um, or Barry Allen. Or and my last TV time thing is that I just got the first book of Preacher and I am reading all of them. Before oh my god! Second, oh so you got I'm it. Let me know as you think of it. Yeah, amazing. I'll let you guys know every it's week amazing. my updates. The Krypton pilot got picked up this morning. Sci-fi? Ooh. They said it's got aired. Go make your pilot. Okay. okay. They were agreed. They said they got the script in. They said go make because awesome. it's been not a lot of talk on it. it. This morning came out. Krypton is picked up. We don't know if it's going to be picked up as a show, but they're saying, hey, here's money. Go film the pilot. Wow. So if you guys listening don't know how it works, pilot orders on the script that come in, they say if they want to make the pilot, they make the pilot. Then they all look at it and go, yes, Sci-fi's. we like this. Go make a series. Yeah. Or they say, nope, shelve it. 
So okay. we might not ever see it. John, but we got to get out of here, made. though, but that's awesome. We Mike. do have to get out of here. Let's all put ourselves over. Mike Kalinowski. Mike go. Kalinowski at Mike Kalinowski. Also, Character Corner, not going to be one today, but we're moving, making a big series for Suicide Squad. It's going to be a massive blowout for all those characters, for those you guys don't know. Love it. Uh, we're going to have also another one. It'll be either tomorrow or within the next day, or so we'll have it up. Thanks for your support Beautiful. on that, guys. Beautiful. Adam Gertler. Hey, everybody. You can find me at Adam Gertler. Uh, go to my uh, Twitter, Instagram page. I'll be posting pictures of my uh, fantastic trip to Mexico. Watch FX Movie Down. Download this Friday. Uh, it is our episode of Thor. Oh, and we ooh. just uh, recorded. Oh, yeah, we just recorded De Niro. Oh, we just oh. recorded some extra. We did a little like fun subway commercial for their hand carved turkey, cool. uh, and it's my favorite episode because you can so like we do a lot of like eh, movies on FX Movie Download that just aren't my my you speed mean, necessarily. Like, Grown ups too, uh, maybe. The, uh, in, but you love them but, all. But when you're good at them. When we do a movie that I'm genuinely like geeked about, yeah. it's just the most fun in the world, and like you could tell. And I think the Thor episode is probably our best episode that we've ever done. Um, and then uh, I think Man vs. Child is a new episode tonight. The season is so much fun. We got a lot of new kids cooking on there. If you love to cook and you love cuteness, watch the show. There you cool. go, Roxy. I'm Stryer. Roxy Stryer. You can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. All right, we're at. Oh, Jeez. oh! I just got to throw it in there with Roxy. We're at DC Movies SK on Twitter, Facebook.com/slash DC Movies SK. I'm at Jay Quasto. Next Wednesday, I'm headlining the Brea Improv. If you're in Southern California, hit me up. I'll hook you up you're with the tickets. Improv? Uh, Brea. In Brea. Oh, oh! Uh, May sixth and seventh, I'm at the Madhouse. Comedy Club in San Diego, everyone in SoCal, and then June 15th, I'm going to be back home in Pennsylvania headlining a big show at Arts Quest in Bethlehem, so if you're anywhere on the East Coast, please hit me up. And there's going to be a huge charity show May 26th in L.A. at the Comedy Store. The uh, foundation that I work with, we're putting together a huge show, so if you're in L.A., keep that date open Thursday, May 26th. I'm going to need all your help to raise some money for some amazing kids and their families. With that said, we love you guys. See you next week. Catch me at the Chuckle Hut in Hoboken. Oh! Oh! From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Whitworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principal. I promise you, the dawn is coming. <laughs> <laughs>